Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Good morning. Welcome into the show. It is Thursday. We're creeping closer to that weekend. We've got a lot of things lined up for you. Over the next two hours, Bill Ryder with you in Los Angeles, California. Tom DeCelestino with you in New York City. And we are coming to you live all over the country, every place in between, from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. We need cash out of your home in a simple way to get it. Rocket can. Let me give you the info. You know it probably, but if you don't, we want you to have it. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. Twitter at DeCelCBS for Pretty Daddy over there. Sports writer for me. Sports, R-E-I-T-E-R. Of course, if you're away from whatever excellent, wonderful affiliate you're listening to the show on regularly, you can listen on the free Odyssey app. Download that wherever you get your apps. Uh, We're going to get into Ben Simmons. I normally, I don't mind criticizing people. People fail in sports as often as they succeed. That's the nature of the game. That's the way that it goes. But the Ben Simmons thing even if it's somewhat perhaps maybe self-inflicted, is getting really, really hard to watch. We're not even a handful of games into this NBA season, and Ben Simmons is a walking humiliation that is painful for everyone, including his teammates. When, When Kyrie Irving is the voice of reason, something has gone terribly wrong. We'll hit that in the show. We'll give you some NFL bets. It's a really tough week in terms of what is the right read on some of these lines. Some weeks are easier than others, and when I'm desperate, when I don't know what to do, it's like in baseball or tennis or golf even, right, where you just close your eyes and swing as hard as you can. My equivalent of that is asking Diesel what he thinks. So we're going to do that. Diesel is going to play gambling Sherpa. Are you excited about that, Tom? Always. Always so you can fade my picks and win some money. No, or take your picks. I'm not sure you've ever picked a winner for me, but it's going to change today. Uh, Ephraim Salam's a winner. He's going to be on the show in an hour. We've got Buy or Sell. We will, of course, preview a big game for Tom Brady and company. Ravens at Bucks tonight on Thursday Night Football. And um, I got a bone to pick with, with, with Pretty Daddy over there. I got a little bit of a little bone to pick. A little, uh, little text etiquette we, we, need to, we need to work through. We need to get through. We need to figure out as a group. But we'll start here. There, there are three stories... That are uh, that are percolating out there that I think are unified with one truth. Those stories are Aaron Rodgers and that Packers team playing like garbage, and Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show the other day to the media afterwards, in effect not taking accountability, 
while throwing his teammates under the bus. That's story one. There is Tom Brady, really sad Tom Brady. Would you agree, Diesel, that it's not even angry Tom Brady anymore or arrogant Tom Brady? It's just broken, sad, old man Tom Brady that we're looking at? Sad Tom Brady, and it's hard, hard to, to watch. watch. Hard to watch, hard to watch. And in the own four Los Angeles Lakers team that embarrassed itself yesterday playing against Denver. LeBron James is the greatest or the second greatest player in the history of the NBA. It's just a fact. You don't have to like him. That is the reality. And he'll be considered the greatest when he passes Kareem's scoring mark this year. Tom Brady is the best quarterback in the history of the sport. And Aaron Rodgers, at least from a talent perspective, is among the most talented, if not the most talented QBs to ever grace the game. And all three of them are going through humiliations because it is really difficult to know when to say goodbye. And when your life and your career have been defined not just by excellence in sports, but the highest level of achievement, by domination, by besting every other player on the face of the earth at what you do, when you're the best at what you do, maybe of all time or in the conversation, when the tide turns, and it does in sports, and it does when you're early, when you're, when you're, when you're young, early in your life, in your 30s, in Brady's case, in your 40s, still relatively young men, that humiliation, that reality, that need to let go is almost impossible, and that is what we are seeing. I have talked on this show, I've written over at CBS Sports for years about the age of all-time greatness that we're in in sports, and it's been true, and it is true. It's been an amazing thing as a sports fan. LeBron James, best of all time. Best of all time. Almost certainly. In the conversation, if you want to go with Jordan. Tom Brady undisputably the best quarterback in the history of the sport. Shohei Otani and Mike Trout. Now, baseball's longer and has a a deeper well of guys to point to, but unprecedented talents in those sports. Michael Phelps in the Olympics. Pick whichever guy. You want to go Nadal, Djokovic, or Federer in tennis. Just go down the list. I know that I'll give you a soccer reference because that's D-Cell's big thing. Messi or Ronaldo. This is true across all sports, across the Olympics, In the last 10 years, the greatest competitors, largely in the history of the sports that we're obsessed with, have been out there doing their thing. In the coaching ranks, too. Nick Saban, for me. Coach K, college basketball. Bill Belichick, until, well, I guess he wasn't. It has been an amazing run. But the thing about that, about going through 5 or 10 or 15 years of in all these sports, in all these different walks of sports life, of these all-time greats building their GOAT resumes, is eventually it's going to turn bad. And when it does, it's rarely graceful. All-time greats, because of their makeup, is what makes them outstanding, because of the fairy tale life that they've earned for themselves, but still the non-reality for, compared to most of us that they, that they inhibit, that is their daily existence. And because it's really difficult if you've only succeeded, for the most part, to understand what failure actually is, when the time actually comes that you can't do it, it's hard to see. And to be fair to LeBron, who's still, by the way, I know an outstanding player, but not, he ain't Giannis, man, which is a crazy thing to say out loud, but he can't carry a team on his own. He just can't. He needs a well-constructed roster. Aaron Rodgers can, can still throw the football. I mean, he's a very good quarterback. But he can no longer heap derision and ridicule and doubt on the guys around him and then just on his own make it work. He doesn't have the receiving core, and he doesn't have whatever that magic was in his arm even a year ago. Same for Tom Brady. This is the end game. This is the outcome when time comes for you. 
And I could play a clip from LeBron last night, their own four, no Russell Westbrook, no excuse. I could play a Tom Brady screaming his teammates from a few weeks ago, but let's go with something a little closer to home because this to me, and I know it feels like I'm picking on Aaron Rodgers, Wisconsin, if that's what it feels like, but Aaron Rodgers is picking on his own teammates. And the stunning lack of self-awareness from Aaron Rodgers, the inability to either be publicly accountable or just pretend that you're accountable. I used to get on athletes and coaches who would go up to the podium and pretend that they thought, oh, you know, I'd take responsibility. And you could tell they really didn't. But, man, at least they'd say it. Aaron Rodgers on his buddy's radio show where he goes to say things that he shouldn't all the time, his little safe space with the microphone, talked about how a bunch of guys should be benched. And we hit this yesterday. Inevitably, after the Twitter storm of, are you calling for the Jordan Love era, which, again, is a joke, but a reminder these things don't last forever, Aaron Rodgers faced the media and, and was going to have to answer to that. And here is Aaron Rodgers saying, I'm sorry, sort of, okay, not really, okay, I'm actually not sorry at all. I'm not saying anything on Pat that I'm not saying to those guys. So, you know, maybe that's, uh, have, you know, talking about a conversation that's behind closed doors in public, but, you know, the level of accountability is the standard here. And, again, I don't think it's should be a problem to any of those guys uh, to to hear criticism. Uh, we all hear criticism in our own ways, and we all got to, you know, be okay with it and take it in, process it, and if it doesn't fit, then it doesn't fit. But if it fits, we got to we gotta wear it and improve on those, on those certain things. Again, I, I said it, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be a robot up here. You know, I don't, I don't understand why people have a problem with uh, things that are truthful. Um, you know, I'm calling things the way I see it. People don't think I need to air that stuff out. That's their opinion. But I'm doing what I think is the best interest of our guys. And I've tried a lot of different things from a leadership standpoint this year. And, you know, I was just relating my personal feelings in the situation. I didn't call anybody out by name. That's a good point. I Listen to that again. I'm, I, I apologize. Um, Nobel, Nobel Peace Prize candidate, selfless human being, um, just the kind of, I mean, like his ability to call out his young teammates publicly on a radio show they don't have access to is a really good call. I've done everything he says from a leadership perspective other than show up for OTAs that were uh, not mandatory earlier in the year. I'm just going gonna, gonna to harp on that. But what you're really seeing almost certainly is the end of one or two or three of these players' levels of dominance. LeBron is the best of these players in terms of where he's at individually in his performances. But LeBron, to a degree I think like like Aaron Rodgers, has exerted so much control. Really, Rodgers exerts an emotional toll on his team. LeBron exerts an emotional toll and an actual GM-like effect on who's on the roster. Remember, Russell Westbrook, the disaster here in L.A., is a player that's on that roster because of LeBron James. LeBron's the, the highest performer. But he's no longer good enough to carry the mistakes that he that he used to make, that he's made as a GM, that he still makes. Aaron Rodgers is still a pretty good quarterback. He's no longer good enough, I think, to override the dysfunction he creates with the things that he does, and then he gets up and says, how dare you question me, it's just my opinion, I'm allowed to say whatever I want. Of course you are. It doesn't make it a good idea. It doesn't make it acceptable. How many of you have friends who have terribly dysfunctional marriages? No one's saying the husband or the wife can't talk to their spouse at the dinner that you're all at the way they do. 
what you're saying is a really bad idea, incredibly awkward, and even the waiter didn't want to be there for it. Yeah, it's a pretty specific example. And Tom Brady's probably too old. The odds that all three of these guys are going to turn it around is almost zero, and it should be expected. I'd love for you at 855-2124-CBS, or you, Decel, to name for me an all-time great who really aged gracefully and graciously. Because part of the makeup, too, and having interviewed all three of these guys in my life, all three of these guys one-on-one in my life, not that I have this amazing insight into Aaron Rodgers or, or Tom Brady. I think I do in, in LeBron. I know LeBron a little bit from my career. All these guys view the doubters and the turnarounds and their ability to succeed when so many have called them failures erroneously as proof they can over, that, that the world doesn't understand their greatness and that they can overcome all these things. And they can, or they could. Time catches up to you. Michael Jordan, who is my favorite athlete in the history of the entire sport, of any sport, I mean, I grew up in the Chicago suburbs in Iowa, back and forth. Michael Jordan couldn't leave the game. And it's hard to admit, because I hate to... It's like the Godfather 3, I want to pretend it didn't happen. Jordan humiliated himself on the floor at the end of his career. He did. He did. Ricky Henderson, who was, to me, and I know baseball, again, broader sport, you can pick a lot of people was an otherworldly athlete who couldn't let go of the game and was an absolute embarrassment. Joe Pa, and I know there's things beyond football with Joe Paterno, but still, not a noble way for his career to end. George Foreman, if you want to take a a broader look at other sports. Conor McGregor, who I know that MMA shelf lives are shorter, sort of like running backs, but man, Conor McGregor's career burned so bright, and then it was just hard to watch. Tiger Woods applies. A little different because you can be a broken golfer and still wrap yourself in that nostalgia. Tee off at the U.S. Open, be at Augusta even if you don't make the cut. Do you sell anybody you can think of who's on that level who's been able to just leave, or I guess Barry Sanders? But he left because he was angry at the Detroit Lions, not because he wanted to leave on top. I can't think of anybody. The whole time you've been talking about this, I've been trying to come up with an example, and the example that is popping into my head is this is this is the same thing as an NFL quarterback trying to get that third chance with a third different team. It doesn't happen. It doesn't come it doesn't. around. And I think these guys hold on longer because at least that quarterback kind of knows, in the context of the, of the broader sport, that he's not that good. LeBron thinks that the Lakers roster construction isn't his fault because he's always been able to overcome his own roster construction errors. Tom Brady thinks that he's leading guys when he's screaming at them in the sidelines, not realizing his personal struggles and probably his frustration with Father Time coming for him are affecting his message. And the message is always going to be enhanced or, or reduced based on his performance. And Aaron Rodgers has always been kind of a Difficult pill to swallow. But when you start losing, guys aren't going to put up with the same way. There's such an irony, and they're actually funny commercials. I usually don't like LeBron's commercials. LeBron has these commercials on TV right now. I think they're Nike commercials. Him versus Father Time, where he keeps beating Father Time in chess and various things. Ha ha, really funny. Other than the, the glaring irony that he's getting his ass kicked, as is Tom Brady, as is Aaron Rodgers, by the inevitable reality of age. We're talking today, should we start with the Lakers being 0-4? Should we start with Tom Brady's game tonight? That's a, 
I hate the term must win. But as a 3-4 and four team needs to win that game. They're at home against a, a good, I think, somewhat inconsistent Ravens team. It's a big game for Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers, as he's talking about, he's going to bench everybody like he's the coach. Remember, they have Buffalo on Sunday. It's not like he's doing this and they're going to play, no offense, Detroit. Detroit, playing the Buffalo Bills, man. And the common thread for all three of these guys, like Jordan, like Kobe, like Henderson, like Foreman, like Conor McGregor, like Tiger, like all, so many folks, is that their world, their, the thing that's defined their lives, their greatness, is going to be true historically forever. But in the present, their ability to shape, to dominate, to dictate terms of these games, it is slipping away. It may be gone for Brady. It's fallen away for Aaron Rodgers. It's still kind of there for LeBron, but not the way that he needs to overcome his own mistakes. And that is a tough, tough reality to take. And it's going to define sports for a few years because these guys aren't letting go even though these sports are moving past them. All right, 855-2124-CBS. I want to get into Ben Simmons. I'm not even a Ben Simmons fan. I don't really root for, root for or against Ben Simmons, but I feel so bad for Ben Simmons. And, and I don't know what's more painful. Simmons being so broken and having to have that reality play out in public or D-Cell's texting etiquette. And we're going to get into both next year on CBS Sports Radio. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you. Thank you for being here. The Brooklyn Nets do not look particularly impressive. And Ben Simmons has been, what is the word I'm looking for, a raging 
disaster of a dumpster fire. Last night, again, Ben Simmons was broken. It was hard to watch. He was ineffective. He was passive. He went two for seven. He had four points to four personal fouls. It was hard, man. It was hard. And and it came in a game against a Milwaukee Bucks team that is really good. By the way, i got to give Giannis some credit. Just Giannis, 43 and 14 and five assists. I mean, this guy is unbelievable. And normally we'd focus on that and the excellence and how the Nets aren't very good. We told you, and the Bucks are really good. We told you. But to watch an NBA player of any note, but especially the talent level of Ben Simmons, former all-team, all-NBA player, former Defensive Player of the Year candidate, runner-up, I, I voted for him one year, not belong on the floor is hard to watch. And I want to play you something that I think demonstrates this. Remember, this is a Nets team under massive pressure, self-inflicted by Durant's tantrums, by Kyrie's self-absorption, by the pressure that's out there. And I don't know if, if you saw this, Steve Nash got kicked out of this game and freaked out. I'm not going to pretend to have massive insight into Steve Nash because he happens to live five blocks from me. But having been around the guy a little bit in real life and talked to many people who know him, he has a reputation for being incredibly kind. Competitive, sure, but a pretty chill dude. What you saw last night was a manifestation of all the anger, all the frustration, all the stress, all the difficulty, and in part, not entirely, but in part, maybe large part, the need for Ben Simmons to to be worthy of being the third most important guy on a team that has championship aspirations. So I want to play a few things. Here is the a play-by-play. Just try if you can. This is uh, this is Ben Simmons going to get the ball here. You obviously can't see it. This is not a, a visual medium. Try to listen for Kyrie Irving shouting to Simmons in this clip. Next out and running, Irving. Simmons didn't even look at the basket, but that's a good decision to get it to KD, who gets it to Paul. I thought he should have looked at the basket. I thought it was an opportunity for him to get a layup. Yeah, I'm really glad that the color guy, color commentator, comes in with, ah, maybe you should look at the basket. Uh, if you missed it, if you couldn't hear Kyrie getting picked up on the hot mic, we, not by we, not me. I mean, D-Cell, you get credit. Tommy, this is you, buddy. D-Cell's isolated it. Shoot it, Ben. Shoot it, Ben. Shoot it, Ben. Try not to laugh. Shoot it, Ben. Shoot it, Ben. It's not a half-court shot. Yeah. Shoot your shot. By shoot it, he means go to the, just go to the rack. The thing is, the easy answer, the answer I've made, the, the answer I've heard from, you know, the, the various folks around the NBA that I talked to for my job covering the NBA in the evenings over at CBS Sports is he should just, he's physical, he's tall, he's lean, he's athletic, attack the rim. The problem is, I don't think Ben Simmons is worried about the layup. I think he's worried about the free throws he's going to have to shoot even if he makes, if he, if, he, if he gets fouled. He is, and I'm not making light of this, I have been on the record of being, skeptical is wrong, uncertain about his mental fragility that he claimed in his negotiations with Philly when he tried to force his way out because he wanted to get paid millions of dollars while not playing. And that's not to say that there aren't people who have anxiety that have to go to work. I, I just, it was not, I'm not going to take someone's word for it in that situation. I may be wrong. That may make me insensitive. If so, I'm sorry. There's no doubt he has crippling anxiety now 
fear, whatever it is, whether it's an extension of a real mental difficulty last year or it's in part self-inflicted because he's brought all this pressure on himself. Something's wrong. And and post game after Irv, what did Irving what did Kyrie shout during the the game? Mm, shoot it, Ben. Thank you. Um, oh, poor Simmons. Uh, Kyrie Irving had to be the voice of Kyrie Irving, the voice of reason. If we're gonna come in and be honest as a team, I'm I'm not trying to just be critical over what Ben's done right or done wrong every single night. He's a basketball player. He's a professional. He has the skills to be a great professional. Um, he's done it in the past, and he hasn't played in two years. So you guys keep coming here asking me, like, what about Ben? What about Ben? And it's just he hasn't played in two years. Give him a chance. You know what I mean? We stay on his Stay on I wish I could say other words because I'm from Jersey, but we stay on him. And, uh, <laughs> like, you just stay on him, and, and we're just here to give him positive affirmations uh, while he's out there and just let him hoop. Yeah, let him hoop, but also in the moment – when Simmons gets the rock, Kyrie also has this advice for him. Shoot it, man. Oh my god. Shoot it, man. Shoot it, man. This ain't tiddly winks. We're not playing golf. There's no baseball bat. You gotta shoot the rock in basketball. It's part of the I looked it up the other day. It's part of the it's part of the deal. If you made an, oh, my God, is this happening to this player, or, oh, my God, you're awful ranking system, right? Just, oh, my God, you're terrible. Or, oh, my God, is this real? Who would rank higher, Diesel, right now? Higher being number one being you're the worst. It's You don't want to be high in this list. Russell Westbrook or Ben Simmons? I think it's still Westbrook. Do you really? Yeah. And that says a lot, right? Like, I, I think it's still Westbrook, like. I know they lost again last night without him playing, so he's not the only issue on that team. But I have more confidence that Ben eventually, eventually, I think it's going to take a long time that he could do a better job of figuring it out. Can I hear Kyrie again? I just want to make sure I got this right. To be fair, I don't have a clip of this, but if I had a clip of the equivalent from a Lakers game, it would be LeBron being like, don't shoot it, Russ. That's the difference. (laughs) That's the yeah, shoot it, Ben. I got a bone to pick with you. I got a big bone to pick with you. With so, me? Yeah, you. Yeah. What did I do? So I hosted this BetQL app uh, chat yesterday, Bayern B- Barcelona. Sucker! Did not go well. My bets went well. Oh, my God. I was one Barcelona goal away from winning thousands of dollars, by the way. Because I, I put money on the exact score, 3-1. to one. I put money on um, over 3.5 goals. I put money on Bar- Bayern 3 goals. And some, it was 3-0. 3-1, and I win all the money. Whatever. I want some money. What a 1,000 didn't. Didn't. So close. And I'm in this chat. People are in there and talking. And a guy named um, Drew Boggs comes on. It was Bogish. Andrew Bogish. I'm like, oh, that's nice. And then another guy comes on that I thought was you, Cell, And it was someone that just signed up and just downloaded the BetQL app. And their name was William. It's my first name. Wronger, like like you're wrong, <laughs> and the person was making some jokes and making some jokes about the show. So I'm like, oh, okay, it's 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 you. And I texted you like William Wronger, really. And then I and then you like texted something pretty aggressive, and I was like, hey man, like that's pretty aggressive. Then you texted something inappropriate, and I said, hey man, you probably should not be doing it on the BetQL app. And uh, it wasn't you, and you never told me it wasn't you. Just didn't write back. So you're the guy. Let me ask you a question. I just want to give you a scenario because. Here's the etiquette. I don't think you understand this. When someone texts you, 
and they text you erroneously or, or they've got the wrong idea, you have to tell them so they know what's going on. So let's just say you get a text message. Let's, let's, pick, on, let's pick on Stuart Kovacs. Uh, he is associate producer of The Jim Rome Show and Maggie and Perloff, and you see him every day when this show ends there in New York City. Let's say you get a, a text from Stu that says, hey, baby, I'm so sorry I missed you know, the event. Um, I'm not seeing other people, I promise. I, I'm so sorry. Let's just meet at 86 and 7 at 5 p.m. I love you. Right? That text comes to you. I'll be there. Please be there. What do you do? It seems like it's a really important text. Like, this guy's got a lot on the line right now. It's an easy answer. Uh, it's really easy for me, too. I'm going to act like I never got that text. <laughs> you, I'm not responding have, in any fashion. You have to write, don't think this was for me. This, this does happens not, to me it, once a month. This does not involve me whatsoever. It, Get the right phone courtesy. number. Get the right phone number. What about yesterday? When I'm like, what was I your responded th- to you. What was your think? You wrote like, ha ha. Yeah, LOL. Which made me think it was you. Well, let's be really honest here, because when I got your initial text message, I had no idea what you were talking about. It actually took me a few minutes to realize what was going on. Bro, are you in there as William Ronger is my question. It's a direct question. You wrote LOL. In there. I I had no idea what in there meant. I wrote the Lord's name as a response. I mean, what are you what are you doing? First off, I'm not trying to be rude and not and respond wrote, to you. And then I wrote LOL exclamation point because I thought you were something else. And I wrote I can't even read it on the air. I wrote a term that the person who is William Ronger listens to the show every day, but apparently not a Bill Ryder fan. It's fine. What's up, William Ronger? Uh wrote like let's say his term was you silly. It wasn't you silly, it was inappropriate. I wrote you silly question mark and then I wrote bro. He just didn't write back. I didn't know what you were talking about. Hey, Bill, I don't know what you're talking about. Me? Are you William? Aren't you William Ronger? Or you? I don't know what that means or no. Listen, I stand by less is more. No, you stand. You stand by yourself selfishly. You're, <laughs> like this is in the same pattern as your unwillingness to give directions to people on the street. Absolutely, these things absolutely tied together. And by the way, this happens to me, you know, quite a bit. Whether you have a, a wrong email address or wrong, you know, phone number to text. Maybe a prospective guest. Like, this happens to me quite a bit. A lot of times, people don't get back to you. They don't say, like, hey, man, sorry about that. Think you got the wrong number here. Or so-and-so's number has changed. Sorry about that. Once a month, I will, and I, as I've mentioned, I play a lot of tennis. So I'll text someone, like, hey, our match, you know, got moved to four. Sorry, couldn't get a court. And every now and then, someone will write back, hey, I don't think this was meant for me. Like, oh, I wrote Carter and not, you know, Bart. That's a bad that's a bad comparison. I wrote, you know, Ben and not the other Bill. You got it right. It's a courtesy, dude. Not me. Not me. You're willing to dress in a full Snoopy outfit. That's okay. But you're not, you won't just interact with your fellow human beings. Like, hey, yeah, the, the 7th Avenue is two blocks that way. Or uh, I think I think, I think he texted the wrong string. I mean, he shouldn't show up there at 7th Avenue because he never got a response from his so-called love. So that's on him. You let Stu down. You let Stu down a big way. That's on him. You do not have to respond if somebody texts you by mistake, 100%. emails you by mistake, calls you by mistake. You do not have to respond. You are the Ben Simmons of social interactions. That, 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 I mean, you, are, you have it in you. You're capable. You have the talent. I believe it. 
Can can you just find that clip? Because this is me speaking to you metaphorically. That this is what I'm telling you to do socially. Shoot it, Ben. You can do it. You don't even have to. It doesn't have to be the perfect response. It doesn't have to be the best directions. Hell, the other day I gave someone directions the wrong way, and I felt bad. But you know what? See, that never happens to me. I would never I give think someone the way. wrong directions. Not entirely sure. I think it's that way. To be fair, it was a 10-year-old looking for a booth at a high school. I think, I think it's a 10 booths. Just come back the other way. I'm sorry. I can't help you. I really wish I could. Shoot it, Ben. That's it. You're Ben Simmons. You're, you're, you're emotionally broken, but we can. it's fixable. It's, you're not Russell Westbrook yet, okay? Don't become Russell Westbrook where you're so entrenched in your notions that you are a— By the way, did you see this? Russell Westbrook bought a house— directly across the street from LeBron James. Think about the waking nightmare. LeBron goes home, right? I want you to picture the colleague you like the least at CBS Sports Trade. I know this is hard for you, and I don't, you know. And then I, I buy a house, or whoever it is, buys a house across the street from you. Like, this person is a symbol of, I mean, you love it here, but if you hated your job, a symbol of everything you hate. Russell Westbrook bought a house across the street from LeBron. Do we think he's trolling him? I don't know, bro. Yeah, it's a signal I ain't leaving. I'm never I'm leaving. here to stay. I'm here forever. Brutal. All right. So let's just let's just recap. Someone comes up to you on the street and, and says, I need directions. You never stop walking and say, I really wish I could help you, but I can't. Incorrect. Let's try another one. We're going to work on it. Um, someone texts you something, and it's not, and, 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 and there's a misunderstanding. Crickets, radio silence, you will never hear from me. I can't believe I'm turning to Kyrie Irving to give you advice on how to not be the Russell Westbrook of social situations, but let's just end there. Can you play it again? Shoot it, Ben. That's all I got for you. All right, 855-2124-CBS. NFL Bets is coming up here on the show. We'll do that with uh, Shoot It Ben's help over there after we get a CBS Sports radio update from Brad Heller. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. i got something to tell you, and pretty cool, and um, tell you in kind of a unique way, because Tom Diesel put some, some twists on it. Uh, this season, for the first time, you can hear every Westwood One NFL broadcast stream live for free. Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, international series, holiday triple headers, and every postseason game. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com, via Westwood One station streams, or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports 
all sponsored by AutoZone. It's time to uh, give it some some cookies and milk, tuck it in, and say goodnight to that check engine light. With the free AutoZone Fix Finder service, it'll help troubleshoot the likely cause of your light for free. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. I like those touches you made, Tommy. Uh, cookies and milk. Yeah, I just figured, you know, everyone has that before bed. Why not? Tuck it in. Say goodnight. It's gone. It's ready by time. Did that ever happen to you? It happens to me, and my kids are 13 and 10, where I'm t- you know, talking to some dudes, like, yeah, man, did you watch the game? She Chuck's wife, she's a hottie. And then you're like, yeah, man. Anyway, I fell on my tummy. I got a boo-boo. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wait, this doesn't fit the... Oh, man. <laughs> nice. I'm with other adults right now. Whoops. Yeah, yeah. She's a real pretty lady. What? What'd you say? What was that? <laughs> What'd you say, man? All right, let's the awkwardness continues. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Let's get into NFL bets here. Bill makes the tough picks so you can fade accordingly. It's time for Bet Rider with Bill. That's Bet Rider. Everything's a pun in my name, and I love it. By love it, I mean. Meh. All right, Bears. The Bears, who just traded away one of their better defensive players. He was fine this year. He was excellent last year. He's now an Eagle. We'll hit that later in the show. The Bears, with the same record as the Packers. The Bears are on the road in Dallas. They're nine and a half point underdogs, uh, Tommy. Who, uh, who you liking this one? Dick is not going to be coaching the game. But the spirit of Dicka lives on. I just want to hear you keep talking in that accent. Uh, I love Dallas in this game. You love the you love Dallas. I have to admit something to you. Is Dicka coaching the Cowboys? No, he's he's not. He's not. I can't take full credit because I'm doing it almost halfway through the season. I think I'm back on the Cowboys bandwagon. Oh I was on gosh. it all of last season. Oh my gosh! I think I'm there. They're playing really well. I think I'm there. You have a sportsman crush on Dak Prescott. It's okay. I have a couple crushes. Dak is one of them. By the end of the year, he's going to be Dak Prescott because he's not going to get it done. I don't know. Duh, Bears. Uh, cool. My brother. I'm just, my brother keeps putting these bets in without talking to me. Um, we're on the Bears, apparently. <laughs> you hated it last week, and they came through for you. That's true. I mean, it's a pass for me. It's a pass for me. I, I, nine and a half is a huge. To be fair, that's a huge number. All right. Let's go to, and the number remains the same. We got a nine and a half. It is nine and a half. Uh, Miami is going to Detroit in an interesting game. Miami is four and three. Tua is back. I think most of us regarded them as a, as a better than four and three team when he went down. And they're playing at a one and five Detroit team as three and a half point road favorites for for the Dolphins. That you look at Detroit, you look at Detroit on paper, you look at them in practice, hasn't been good. The number is, it opened at three and a half. It's still three and a half. I think I like, I mean, I don't like betting on, on, on road fav, road favorites often, especially more than a field goal. Oh, Tommy's making the point. Do that it. Point to me. Do it. We'll probably get burned because Vegas is always smarter than us. I, I, this one's too easy. Detroit's defense is downright terrible. I know the Lions offense at the start of the year was playing yeah. great, putting up points. Yeah. That's starting to fade a little bit, a little bit. Jared Goff, remembering that he's Jared Goff. I love Miami here. You love Miami. Love Miami. Play tennis with a buddy named, his name is, his name is, 
can I say his name on the air? It's, I won't say his name. But, like, let's say his name is Steve. His name would be Steve Stevens. Or his name is Bill. be Bill Billikins. He's got one of those names where it's got a first name that's his last name with an ins on the end. Great guy. From Minneapolis. And we were playing tennis. And um, he whooped me and my partner. It was not pleasant. And all he did was tell me how much the Lions are a, or the Lions. Sorry. The Vikings are a lie. And it's because of Kirk Cousins. And I said, bro, you're preaching to the choir. And you guys yes. became best friends. We're best friends now. We just become best friends. Yeah, we did. Jeff Jeffkins. Um, despite that, the Vikings are three and a half point favorites, hosting an Arizona team that at three and four is still very much in that division. The number is still there, three and a half point dogs for Arizona, three and a half point favorites for the Vikings. I think I like Arizona. I don't believe in 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 in, in Kirk Cousins. Whoa. I think I know. The only saving grace for the Arizona Cardinals this year is that Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Bucks aren't winning. Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers aren't winning. Otherwise, we would be fixated on the disaster that is the Arizona Cardinals. After paying Kyler Murray all that money, he still yeah. doesn't study. He's still playing video games. They're a disaster. Who would you rather have in a big game, Kyler Murray or Kirk Cousins? Kirk Cousins. Ooh, I think Kyler Murray. Really? And I don't think Kyler Murray's very good. Yeah. I'll take Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. I understand. Would. I'm not. Look, I'm not you. I'm not saying he would need to wear an adult diaper. That's not what I am saying. That's it. That's my comment. The Arizona Cardinals are so lucky that all the attention nationally is on Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Otherwise, yeah, and, it, it, it's a disaster right now in Arizona. And the Vikings are unlucky that all the attention will soon be on them if they keep winning because Kirk Cousins can't handle it. It always comes back to Kirk Cousins. If it was two and a half, I might. I, I just, I mean, I hate it, but I kind of love it. Um, the Colts, the interesting game, are 3-3-1. Are three, three and one. They have a new quarterback. They're hosting a Washington Commanders team that's sh- they're shockingly three and four, and the Colts are are two and a half point home favorites. I think I like the Commanders. Have I lost my damn mind? I'm passing here. This is two bad football teams. <laughs> and oh, by the way, side note: is there any team nationally that we just have more apathy for than the Colts? Like they're supposed to be good. And nobody really seems to care that they're they not. They just bench Matt Ryan. Their yeah. coach has apathy. Yeah, I mean, it seems like the tank is on in Indianapolis. Uh, good game, really good game. San Francisco, big game. Three and four San Francisco 49ers, one and a half point road favorites here in L.A. at the Rams. Rams are three and three. Rams have been lackluster. One and a half, that's basically a toss-up. I think it's a pass for me. If I bet it, I'd probably bet the home team just because it's the NFL but I don't want to bet on the Rams. Can I finally get you to buy in that this is a must-win game for the Rams? Is it Week 17? Is it an elimination game? No. No, you can't. There's not. It's not It's not even like... I don't think it's a must-win game for the Packers this weekend, but at least they're 3-4 and four and the team they're chasing is 5-1. The team that the Rams are chasing is nobody. I mean, everybody's crowded together in that division. How about this? Seattle... Four and three, two and a half point favorites hosting the six and one New York Giants. <laughs> Vegas does not believe in the Giants winning all these close games. Maybe they just believe in Seattle and Geno Smith is, a, is an MVP. I mean, come on. 
the luck is going to run out with the New York football Giants winning all these one-possession games. I don't know that it's this week against Geno Smith, but we all kind of know this is not for real in New York. Yeah, I kind of like Seattle in that game. Um, By the way, just for context's sake, Buffalo hosting Green Bay, Sunday Night Football. We've discussed it a lot. Ten and a half point favorites is where the number opened up. And right now it's 11 and a half at some places. It's anywhere between 10 and a half and 11. But the number has moved in, in part. I mean, that is that is a butt whooping. What is Aaron Rodgers going to say if they don't cover that spread? Like, what What do you say after that? Like, what? where do you possibly go from there? To Jeopardy. It's going to be ugly on Sunday. Yeah, I was trying to think of a way to talk myself. In it. Now, Nick Costos, do we have Costos tomorrow? We sure do. He was texting me Sunday night that he thought the line might be eight and a half, and he was thinking like it might get to where at eight and a half. Maybe, 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 maybe he'd be tempted to bet on the Packers. And I, I put my trust in Costos' hands, the Costos on Twitter. This guy's great. It's going to test it tomorrow if he comes on the show and he says, we got to go with the Packers. Can you do a Costos imitation? I don't have the energy to do a Costos imitation. I've never had that much energy in my life. We're gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask Costos about your your etiquette. Well, you throw your hands up. You're so proud of it. Let's share it with Costos. Because a couple weeks ago, he made fun of the way I dress. Yeah, he's gonna make fun of the way that you interact with human beings too. So just get ready. Get ready for that. That's right. Ethan Slom does that to me, and you'll find that out when he joins me next here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 